did we end up being the parish of St. George, or the church of St. George? <coughs> So just a, a very quick uh, history of that. Um, so this is the church uh, very soon after it was built. Um, as you know, the land that we're standing on was the boundary between Mission Land and Maori owned land. So the land to this side was Mission Land and that side was Maori Land. Both were acquired by the Crown. And it looks like um, by about 18, the mid-1880s, so about 20 years after the Battle of Gagpa, there was a small community in Breton. Uh, a small number of Anglicans were worshipping and um, were raising money for a memorial church. And that's the church that was built on this site. And they were worshipping in the uh, in the primary school. It's probably just a one classroom primary school, I would imagine, in those days. And by about 1900, they'd saved about uh, £200, just over £200. And they were in negotiations with the bishop to establish a sort of a sub-parish out here. In 1900, uh, it just so happened that Lord Ranfurly, who was the governor of New Zealand, was paying a visit to Tauranga. And so the church committee that was raising the money and planning this new church um, got him to lay the foundation stone. And this little mallet that I've put at the front here, it usually sits down the back, is, a, is the stone, that he, the mallet that he used to position the foundation stone. And uh, it's made of peach, it's peach wood from a tree that had actually been growing on this site. Uh, and the, the foundation stone was actually uh, made of brick, or it, was a, a, um, it had been fired, it was fire brick and it was hollow. Uh, and inside they placed some coins and a newspaper in a, in a container and one or two other things and it was put in place there. Uh, and this was the, the, the day that it was done was the 10th of January 1900. And uh, that was actually the day of Queen Victoria's wedding anniversary. And so when he was speaking, he made a speech, the government talked about how she was so sad about all the soldiers that were dying in the Boer War at the time, because that was, that was on, and um, she was grieving their deaths, and no doubt she had grieved the deaths of the British soldiers and sailors who had died in the Battle of Gagpa in 1864. Um, and so this thing became a memorial church to those soldiers as well. Uh, and the church, the church was opened very quickly, it only took about three months. So on the 15th of April, the, the completed church was built, and they started having uh, two services a month. And it was just an outreach or a part of the Holy Trinity Parish, uh, and they just had these two services. Uh, it, I just want to say, it must have been a real period of... Um, uh, patriotic outpouring. New Zealand didn't even have its own flag those days. We still had the Union flag. And um, this was seen as a settler church uh, and um, it was established amidst that patriotism of the Royal War. Uh, but as, thing, as time went on, we became more uh, aware of the history and uh, other, other parts of the church were dedicated to the Maori who died here. Uh, you can see how isolated it was. So it wasn't as if it was part of a community. 
It was sitting here on the battle site all on its own. It must have been quite strange. It was, the city was quite um, separate from this little community of Greta, and out in the countryside was this little church sitting on, on here. And you can see that the orientation of the church was across this way. So it wasn't. So there it is again. This is the early days. I don't have a date for this one, but there it is, sitting up on the hill, uh, and that would have been the very early uh, Cameron Road going through it. So once again, no houses around here, no settlement, just this little church sitting out, uh, all on its own on the back of side. And we just had the last one. And the, now I wasn't the parishioner at the time. I know Clark and one or two others were, uh, and you'll remember the church. Um, but that's what it looked like on the inside. But by this stage, it had been extended in length. So it was sitting across this site, across here. Uh, it had been extended quite a bit of length, but you can see that it was one of those old traditional wooden churches. Now, as far as the name goes, um, <clears throat> the church was known as the um, the Gate Park. Sorry. Um, it, it was known as the Gate Park Memorial Church when it was first established. But the history that we've got tells us that in sometime before July 1904, the church had been named St George's Church Gate Park. So we don't have an actual date when it was named, but it was named after it was established. Now, the reason it was called St George's, we don't have a reason for that either. Um, so I can't really answer that question from what I know, but maybe it was because he was an Englishman, I don't know. Is it the British Army? I don't know. So anyhow, in, before 1904, the reason we uh, know that is because there was a, a concert advertised in July 1904, and the church was described as the St George's Memorial Church. So that's uh, a very quick history of how it got its name. Thank you.